Hello everybody, salut tout le monde, and welcome to the third episode of Learning French by Accident. If this is your first time here, then hi, I'm Chase Emery Davis, the creator and host of the social media channel Chase in French. I'm also an onset language coach, which means I teach some of the world's most famous actors to speak and deliver languages. In this podcast, we focus on training your ears to local conversational French. This podcast is suitable for students at all levels. And I want to personally extend a huge thank you to everyone who's been listening to the podcast so far. As of today, 10,000 of you have subscribed to the podcast and to the channel. And for that, I want to say merci infiniment, les amis. Thank you so much. Recently, we've been exploring the world of French pronouns, and we're going to be continuing that today. So far, we've talked about il, which means he or it, and je, which means I. So before properly beginning today's podcast, which is going to be about the word tu, which means you, I think it's really important for me to explain a few things first. French is often seen as a language of diplomacy and elegance, and there's a reason for this. One of the key factors about French are the levels of formality that you might use when you're talking to someone. Now, one thing you should know is when you're addressing somebody directly, there are two ways of doing it, either informally or formally. There are a few ways how you might say a sentence if it's informal, and there are a few ways you might say it if it is formal. But what you need to remember is that there are two words involved. The first word is the word tu, which I mentioned earlier, which means you. And the other word is the word vous, which means you, plural, kind of like you guys. That is the formal one that you'll use if you're talking to someone who's older than you, someone that you don't know in the street, or somebody in service, so at a restaurant or a boulangerie or wherever you might find yourself. I will be continuing this conversation later when we talk about the word vous. In French, you can shorten certain pronouns in order to make them sound smoother. A perfect example of this is, from the last podcast, the word je. You will often find this word shortened in front of a vowel. If you said, I'm waiting, you wouldn't say, je attends, you would say, j'attends. Now, this concept is important to know, not because you can do it with tu or il or elle or the other pronouns, but because when it comes to slang in French, we're going to be using that exact same logic. So bear that in mind and let's get started. So the word tu, it means you and it's pronounced t, u, tu, with the typical French U sound that never changes no matter what word you're using the U in, it is always U. And I do mean the U sound, not the U letter, because the letter can be read in different ways. But forget about that for now, and let's just focus on this. So I'm going to be taking you through a few examples today, showing you the formal version and showing you how you might hear it and how you might choose to say it. And we're going to start with some very common terms. How about this? You are late. If you want to say this in French, you would say tu es en retard. Because being late in French, we say en retard, in lateness. You are in lateness. Tu es en retard. Of course, it doesn't translate directly, but when you translate it, it means you are late. So this is the more formal version of the less formal version of addressing somebody. But there's even a less formal version that you could use and that you will probably hear when you're out and about in a French-speaking country. So, do you remember what I just said before about shortening the word je? Well, that's something you can do even formally in French, but you can't do that formally for the word tu. But you can use that concept to slang the word tu. And instead of saying tu es, which means you are, you could say t'es, 
You see how that works? It's the same logic, but it makes it slightly more casual and definitely easier to say quickly. So instead of saying tu es en retard, you might say t'es en retard. But if you're going to slang t'es, make the en retard quicker as well. And that would sound like this en retard. En retard. It would sound like one word en retard. So if you're yelling at your mate, hey, t'es en retard, that would mean hey, you're late. I'm going to give you another example and another very useful sentence. One thing that can confuse native English speakers when they're learning French is the fact that when we would use the verb to be, French sometimes uses the verb to have. And what I'm about to teach you is a perfect example of that. So what I'm about to give you is a gem. It's a gift and you want to remember this because it's such a useful expression. If you want to say you are right in French, you can say tu as raison which technically means you have reason, as in your reasoning is good. But this is how we say you're right. But because we're topsy-turvy and high on delicious pastries in France, we say it that way. So if you want to say tu as raison, all you need to do is make that word tu shorter again. And remember, this is not formal language, this is conversational, but it is also probably what you'll hear people say in movies, on TV shows, or out and about on the street. So instead of saying tu as raison, say t'as raison, t'as raison. You might also hear or even choose to use words like man, like if you said you're right man, and that word would be mec. Ah ouais, t'as raison mec. Yeah, you're right man. T'as raison, mec. I'm going to teach you one other useful little piece of information that no one's going to tell you about, and you'll probably find it very confusing until somebody does. So, here it goes. In French, to say you're so right, there's a word that we use all the time. What you might hear is people say, T'as grave raison. And the word grave can mean serious, and it kind of means you're seriously right, which makes sense, right? So, if you hear somebody say, T'as grave raison, don't misinterpret, it just means you're so right. You know how in English we always say, yeah, for sure. Well, if you wanted to say that in French, you can just use that same word. Grave. Ouais, grave. Yeah, for sure. Okay, let's talk about the word tu in a question. So if you don't know already, there are a few ways you can ask questions in French. There is the formal, the slightly less formal, and then the mega informal that is grammatically incorrect, which we do definitely also use. So yet again, if anyone tries to tell you that we don't or that it's not correct, you can tell them to kindly bugger off. So if you wanted to ask the really formal question and the one you probably are taught at school, which no one would use, by the way, you're probably going to hear que fais-tu? Que fais-tu? As this is already so formal, you might not even say que fais-tu. You might say que faites-vous, which is the more formal version of que fais-tu. Remember we talked earlier about the word vous being the more formal version of you. So if you were going to use that structure, you might say vous instead of tu anyway. More commonly, you're going to use the casual form of expression, which is qu'est-ce que? And if you've heard previous podcasts, you know qu'est-ce que is something you can put in front of any what type question. In this case, we would say qu'est-ce que tu fais? But of course, we're going to make that a little bit easier to say. Qu'est-ce que tu fais? Is such a mouthful, isn't it? So instead of saying qu'est-ce que, we're going to say qu'est. And instead of saying tu fais, we're going to make it slightly more linked and say tu fais. So together that would sound like this. Qu'est-ce que tu fais? 
And some people will tell you that you can't use this in a work situation, which of course is nonsense because once you become familiar with the people that you work with, you don't vouvoie them necessarily all the time, especially if they're a similar age to you. You'll still say, qu'est-ce que tu fais? What are you doing? So we went from que fais-tu to qu'est-ce que tu fais to qu'est-ce que tu fais? To qu'est-ce que tu fais? You see how that worked? And you remember what I told you about structures? Well, it applies to this as well. Those are just structures that you can apply to every type of what question, okay? So going forward, if you have to ask a what question about what are we eating, it could be the same thing. What are you eating? Que manges-tu? Becoming qu'est-ce que tu manges? Becoming qu'est-ce que tu manges? You see? So you might also say, but Chase, can't you just say something, have a little bit of an upwards inflection, and then it's a question like, um, you coming? Well, yes, you absolutely can. And if you are on the phone and you said to somebody, are you coming soon? In French, you could say, tu arrives bientôt, tu arrives bientôt. And if you had an upwards inflection, tu arrives bientôt, it does kind of become a question. Now, because this is so informal, shortening the words and making it very obvious that this is slang, informal, casual talk is going to really help you convey that this is a question. So instead of saying, tu arrives bientôt, You'd say, t'arrives bientôt? And that immediately, to my ear at least, makes me feel like you're asking a very casual question. In previous podcasts, I've talked about the use of the word la, which can mean now, which can mean that I'm putting an emphasis on the sentence. And if I say, t'arrives bientôt là? It kind of feels like I'm saying, you coming right now or what? So you see how using these little words here and there, these little contractions, hugely impact the sentence. And the fantastic thing is, yet again, it's applicable to everything else, which is something that I really love about French and about teaching you guys French. It's the fact when I teach you something, I'm not just teaching it for one sentence, I'm teaching it so you can use it again and again in many different situations. So let's try this now with a slightly longer sentence and let's make it a negative sentence. So in French, if you wanted to express, you can't finish your work or you're having trouble finishing your work, you're going to use the same verb we talked about just a second ago, which a lot of people don't realize. It's the verb arriver, to arrive. But if you use it in this context, it means to manage, to be able to do something. So in French, that would be tu n'arrives pas à finir ton travail. So that is tu, negative word, arrive, negative word again, to finish, à finir, Your, ton, travail, work. Now, the first thing you need to know is that you probably won't hear people using the word ne before arrive when they're speaking quickly. And yet again, we're going to shorten the word tu. And instead of saying tu n'arrives pas, you'll probably hear t'arrives pas. And if you want to be a little bit more casual, you can definitely use this as well. So instead of saying tu n'arrives pas à finir ton travail, you can say t'arrives pas à finir ton travail. You're not managing to finish your work. And you could even turn that into a question. Oh, so you're not managing to finish your work. Ah, t'arrives pas à finir ton travail. But as I already used the informal version of the expression t'arrives pas, it makes the question feel more acceptable. Let's do one last sentence. They won't teach you this at school and all the French language conservatives out there are going to go absolutely bonkers But guys, trust me, this is how we actually speak in France. So if you wanted to say, where were you? The really formal version using the word tu would be something like, où étais-tu? But no one would say that unless you are part of the king's court. And trust me, you're not because the king is, well, he's not around anymore. So the next degree down for a more casual question would be, où est-ce que tu étais? 
But yet again, you might hear people say instead of tu étais, t'étais. Où est-ce que t'étais? But we're absolutely not done. In fact, the best bit is about to come. The way you're actually going to hear people saying this if they're talking to each other, if they're friends, or even if a boss is yelling at their employee, where were you? You're going to hear this. But first, let me explain. There's some words in French like quoi, which means what, or the one that we're talking about right now, où, which means where, that if you put it at the end of a sentence in French with an upwards inflection, it asks a question. So, instead of saying, où est-ce que tu étais, which is a hell of a mouthful, you're probably going to hear and can definitely use this, t'étais où. Now, isn't that easier? T'étais où? And if you wanted to say, where were you just now, you just need to add the word la. T'étais où là? Where were you just now? T'étais où là? And yet again, you can use this for everything. Where are you eating? Tu manges où? What direction are you looking in? Tu regardes par où? Where are you? T'es où? And that, my friends, is the end of your ear training for today. I'm so glad that you could join me today and I hope that you join us next episode where we will be talking about the word on. And if you want to know what that means, tune in next time. Merci à tous et à toutes. Et à la prochaine fois, les amis.